<laughs> hello and hello again. I know you'll remember me conveniently. I am here to welcome you to yet another season of Immigrant Chronicles, A Day in the Rife, hosted by Tesu and Jack. Come here and discuss everything that is bothering you, every topic that is on your mind, in your chest or on top of your head. We cover everything. But please, please, don't ask us for money because right now our warrants are practicing social distancing. Immigrant Chronicles, A Day in the Rife, hosted by Tesu and Jack. If you do not know before, now you will know. If you do not hear before, now you will hear query. Welcome once again. Welcome to another episode of A Day in the Life of an Immigrant. My name is Tesu Osar, and as always with me is my esteemed Somalia host, my guy, my G. Jack. What's happening? What's happening? Hey man, listen, listen. This is a special episode. It is. Because it's featuring on my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Hey man, first and foremost, birthday blessings to you. You know, um, it's all it's always a pleasure to uh to 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 see another year, but for you as one of my one of my dearest friends and one of my uh one of my favorite people in the world. Um, it's, it's always fun when we get to celebrate together because, you know, <laughs> it just seems like we're aging like fine wine. And I don't I, know about that. <laughs> my, my, my jeans, my jeans don't agree with you. Hey, no, but listen, though. My, my, French, listen. my French shirts don't agree with you. <laughs> hey, listen, what I'm saying is this, right? I love Jack. Jack is my brother. And all my family knows Jack. And my son loves Jack. You know, my son's mom loves Jack. Everybody that I know loves Jack. So every time, and, and you know, that is just a representation of how great of a person he is. But for me, that's my brother. So when his birthday comes around, because remember, remember your birthday last year? Dude. <laughs> Where you dragged me? <laughs> we, can't, we can't talk about my birthday last year. Yeah. <laughs> You're, okay, Jack's birthday last year. I got I got shoved in a car. <laughs> Dude. My birthday last year. Oh, it was lit. <laughs> too, too many shots. <laughs> and don't and forget, I told you guys. Don't, don't forget the Hennessy. I don't do Hennessy. But you forced me into having <laughs> some Hennessy. I believe I, and you know, and you if you guys if you guys get on my I like to call my alcoholic IG, which is hood underscore sommelier, S O M M E L E R. If you get on, on my on my on my um, hood sommelier, you will you will realize that I believe getting drunk should be in style and in quality. <laughs> so I will tell you right now, I sincerely believe the white man has exploited <laughs> cognac which is uh, from the region of France, as these things that, that people of color should enjoy. They made way more money on cognac than they deserve. But that drink, I'm sorry, black people, is trash. Nah, that's a fact. So the day you actually find good stuff, you know, um, you you will change your mind. You know, I, I feel like everybody, rappers made it but worse. Easy. They, like, get this handy... I got that henny dick. But I got it, like anything is possible. I'm like, you guys need but, to stop. No, but this is why this is why this is why we need you. This is why your your platform Correct. is important. Correct. So because because uh yesterday you were on live with uh 
uh, a friend. I won't say a good friend. I don't yeah. know him that well. But no, he's not a coincidence sing- from Kentucky. Yeah, shout out to a single barrel snob. Snob. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we were we were having like some really good conversations, and you know, I like that you're a representative in the upper echelon correct of good alcohol because i think you bring you give us a different look i mean sadly i'm biased because this is my brother so i could go to his house and drink whatever the fuck but it's you know you know the funny thing what some people will kill to be in your position (laughs) and i don't care i know because the things you have tried in your life oh dude trust me the, the I, there was a sixty dollar shot, a sixty dollar pour I had at your house. You what do you mean sixty dollar pour? You had a hundred and twenty dollar pour at my house before. <laughs> hey, ball of shit, man. See, y'all because because fuck there with me, fuck there with is me. some bottles that, I mean, are so exclusive. But I feel like, and again, I'm not like the average person that say, oh, this bottle is so expensive and so no, precious. Yeah. I love sharing. Right, yeah, my yeah, love yeah. of alcohol with the people I the, care the, about, the juice, right? As you like to call right, it, right? Right. Yeah. So if the juice is that good, you want to see people's reaction when they taste it. Yeah. Just it gives me joy to see people. Yeah. Actually, try good alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, just yeah, yeah. it feeds your soul, right? Absolutely. Oh, so it definitely so feeds your I, soul. I mean, I have bottles right now where I went to bars, whiskey bars. To try mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, that'll be a hundred dollar pour, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'll be giving this shit for free, free at yo, my house. <laughs> and the worst part is sometimes, like, you don't even know what you drink, and you just be, enjoy. Let it. me not be disrespectful, but sometimes it's like, okay, okay, because people like, like people come to me like, oh my god, I bought. This. I said, fam, 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 don't talk to me about, don't talk to me about bourbon, because you know. I, ha- I have a bottle of scotch that is older than me. Okay. <laughs> the bottle is an original 1969 Scotland bottle and a 1970. Damn. Those, I mean, the paper is breaking down. That's dope. So you almost have to keep it in case mm-hmm. so it does not go yeah, away. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, man. So like- I'm sitting there going... I mean, my love, my love of alcohol is almost. Um, if you was in Africa, they would say they did some juju on me. So, so can I tell you something? Um, I was bragging about you somewhere, and I said that Jack probably makes, even though you haven't made this before, but I believe that's how much faith I have in you. I said uh, Jack makes the best vodka gimlet beside the Mississippi. I probably can. No, because, you, because, you, because no, you do. You know the funny thing? What? And I'm I cannot wait. I'm one of those weird immigrants mm-hmm. that cannot wait for um THC to be legal. Oh dude. Because I've came up with recipes yeah, yeah. where how do you understand like being in the middle, right? Like you are drunk but yet zen. Drunk right. high at the same time, drinking but, champagne but, but, but on the know, airplane. No, 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 but, but, but think about it, right? Yeah. I'm saving white girls in America. Wait, okay, wait. Whoa, so whoa. you realize... <laughs> wait, wait okay, a minute. tell me about this. So you saving white if girls? If I lived in Colorado, for yeah, example, yeah, yeah. I would come up with recipes where, I mean, most white girls are looking for 
vodka tonic yeah. or vodka yeah, 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 uh, yeah. vodka and cranberry, yeah, right? Or vodka gimlet, vodka Gim- lime juice. Yeah, yeah. vodka lime. Yeah. Um, Moscow Mule, yep. right? Who fucking and drinks Moscow Mule? Oh, everybody drink Moscow Mule. Dude, it's probably I'm, the most popular drink that you can actually, you actually have. What's the uh, Irish Mule is my thing. Yeah. yeah, so because you like whiskey. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Moscow Mule, uh, for people that actually, for the OGs, you know, uh, old fashions and 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 honey mm-hmm. with coke and whatnot, but Ooh. imagine right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you can actually have that with some sativa in it. So where you are fucked up on your alcohol, but, but still chill. you don't get the whole. Oh my god, <laughs> like oh my god. Like, I, I, we need to, so, we need to fuck this black guy. Like, oh my god, you don't get the whole fight thing. Weird, You're like, your man. ass is calm. calm. Okay, so I'll tell you this. Uh, I, I think I have a, a butter connect. If you need that, no, no, I have a connect. Oh, okay, but what I'm saying is, well, is a, not, when okay. I make when yeah. I when I when you you think about those if, recipes, if, right? If the feds are listening, hypothetically <laughs> speaking, no, no, but but if you think about those recipes. Mm-hmm. Like I was in Colorado one time, and this guy came up with Moscow Mule, and it was ginger juice mm-hmm. with GAC in it. Oh wow! Right, ginger Shit. ale with GAC in it. I'd be comatose on that count. Right. Yeah. But then there is also um, an old fashioned that I had, but the sweetener, the tenter, mm-hmm. was made with GAC. So I'm enjoying an old fashioned while but, being buzzed at yeah, the same yeah, time, yeah, 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 yeah. and it was dope. probably the best experience ever. And I'm like. You know, at this point, it's like, all you it's need... Like, it's like eating an edible... Is one drink. Yeah, it's like eating an edible like 30 minutes prior to having a drink. Yeah, I don't know about that because I can... I, you can't go for two vices at the same time. <laughs> if they come with one drink, I'm okay with that. But if I'm going to put myself in two situations at the same time, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm picking one and leaving no, the other. No, 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 I dig so, that. Uh, yeah, no, that's cool. They should have that in Jamaica. We haven't gone in a while. No, but... You should have that in Jamaica, where you have, you know, I realize that in LA, in bigger cities, mm-hmm. excuse me, they have like, you know, restaurants mm-hmm. that will infuse THC Absolutely. in their food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm still surprised that in Jamaica, they don't have that as a trend. Because I, I believe Jamaicans, much like Africans, um, we don't make things trendy. We just, it's, it's just what we do. What we do, yeah. You know what I mean? Facts. Like, you know, like we don't, we don't try to get crazy with it. You know what I mean? I, I think the Western world has become more explorative mm-hmm. with, with the, you know, foods or whatever. But for us, I just feel as though the vices we have, it's like, you know, the water is water. Mm-hmm. The, the, the hooch that mm-hmm. we used to make back home was for that specific reason. Correct. The infusions we make, we don't, like, shit, you can attest to this. In your house, that bottle, the, 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 the uh, what do you call it? The, the bottle of moonshine, not the, the can of moonshine mm-hmm. with the, with the, with the spices in it. Mm-hmm. We only drink that when we're what? Sick? Sick or not feeling well. Or not well feeling or... well or we need a boost. Correct. But other than that, it's not something we drink. Yeah. It just stays where it's supposed to be because those are like, remember when you were growing up, your mom or dad would say, hey, 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 come, 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 come. Go to the kitchen or go to my bedroom mm-hmm. under the bed on mm-hmm. the left-hand side. Mm-hmm. Go mm-hmm. and pick up this thing. You know what I mean? Like that's, you know what I mean? Like that, that, that's what we do. So even to, to because again, I, I believe with the Jamaicans, when they talk about smoking marijuana, it's, it's a 
it's a ritual. It's a spiritual Correct. thing. Correct. So they can they're make not about to something spiritual. That, yeah, trendy. Become, yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's that's how I feel about it. But uh, Corona Corner, man. Corona Corner. How, how we doing? You know what? <laughs> I, like I told you last week. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> At this point in time of my life, fuck it. Okay. Uh, have, you, just, have you have you adhered to uh, your? Um, I have my mask in my pocket. Okay. But I wash you, my hand. Right. I wash my face. Right. I make sure that I, you know, when I go to a place where I don't feel comfortable, mm-hmm. I'll put stuff on. But the truth is, at this point in time, today I was at Top Golf. Mm-hmm. How was that? How was that? Top Golf is amazing. I'm gonna take my son um, next week. Nothing at this point need to stop me because at this point in time, fuck it, I'm living my life. I quote you a lot from the last podcast. Yeah, fuck it. I'm not, it's like either Corona is gonna kill me, I'm a oh, damn high blood Corona. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> either way. Yeah, no. Um, you know, I was I, afraid of the gym for the last four months. But you back in? Now that we decided to go back in, I'm back in. So yeah. fuck it. I'm. No, I am. Um, Honestly, fuck I've, it. I've been. I went. Uh, I went bike riding. I think now the thing that spooks me out is racism, dude. Even that, fuck it. But no, but I, it spooks me out. That doesn't mean I'm afraid of it. I'm ready for whatever. But think about it, mm-hmm. right? Let's be honest. Is racism going away anytime soon? No, that's what I'm saying. I'm. Oh we, no, but we, think about it. Is it is it going away anytime soon? Absolutely not. As an immigrant, have you actually experienced prejudice in your life before? Yes. So guess what? It's another day in the life. Fuck it. That's right. Because at this point in time, guess what? Y'all ain't gonna stop my happiness. Exactly. No, I, like I literally was like, y'all ain't gonna stop my happiness. So, like, perfect example. Today I was at the gym, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I hate the most what? in America? The wannabe black. The wannabe black. Mm-hmm. The white guy that have the tax. He get his hair cord from, yeah, 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 from, yeah, a, from black a black guy yeah, 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 yeah. and think he's so cool yeah. that he gives himself permission to do things. Here, yeah. here is the scenario. Tell mm-hmm. me how you feel. Right. How you feel about this? You can tell the one to be black because you always have your hairstyle, but cut yeah, in, in has, his yeah, hair, he has the bun, side the on a thing, bun on the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, think he's yeah, all cool, yeah, right? Yeah, Good for you. Yeah. I don't give a crap. Yeah. I'm just here to work all the facts that I have. I carry from Corona. You are not my business, right? So I'm sitting here, and usually when I do, when I work out on I my own weights, go, yeah, go right? Yeah. I set up station. Yeah. So I took a bench. Mm-hmm. I have my, um, I have my uh, my bench press mm-hmm. weight mm-hmm. on the right side. I have my pullover weight mm-hmm. behind it. Mm-hmm. I have my bent over weight right. on the left side. So you're doing like you're doing like a whole five gauntlet, sets. yeah. On the left Just side, see, yo. By the way, I, t- I keep telling y'all, you don't want to work out with Jack. Don't worry He's about it. Savage. He's lying. He's lying. I'm t- okay. God bless whoever. On the, on the, on God bless whoever <laughs> tries to get. I've gone to the gym with this motherfucker. I know this guy. On the left side, yeah. I got my I got my um, my. Um, Why do you gauntlet workout, man, dude? That's how you stack the weight so you you do multiple muscles at the same time. So I'm having my uh, my biceps, yeah. right? My biceps yeah. and I have my shoulder 10 pound weight. So it's 10, 20, 
35 for for the bench for yeah. the bench press. I have 25 here for my my uh, my pullovers, mm-hmm. and then I have 35 for my bent over rows. Mm-hmm. Sex station, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This motherfucker is behind me, mm-hmm. working on the bench press with the with the bench press was sitting on the bench the with his weight incline, the, yeah. right? So yeah. he's working out there. He sees me, mm-hmm. got my music on. I, 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 I go station one, two, yeah, three, yeah, yeah, four, yeah. and I always finish with a sort of uh, uh, abs work. Right, right, right. So I always yeah, rotate. Yeah, 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 My yeah, goal yeah. is to do 25 of each, mm-hmm. do four times as 100 of each, I'm done. My right? God, right. Yeah, so I, t- so I, guess I love what? this guy's head. Like I'm, I'm doing, I did my first round, which means he saw me go through each station. Yeah. Do round number two. Tell me why when I was round number two, Doing my bent over rows, mm-hmm. this fucker come in and pick up my twenties for my bicep curls, and sit in the side, and start working. So I look at him. I say, "Hey, man, the fuck are you doing? You know there is twenties there, right? Yeah, like go to the rack, get yours." He goes, "Oh, was it? My bad, dog. No, no." You a white Bring kid, back here. right? Well, you a white kid, but to add salt to injury, mm-hmm. he decide when he's done to put to it not back. take put it back on the rack. He no. took every African spirit that I knew from back home <laughs> to tell myself, I have more. If this guy is here at ten o'clock, I own a business. That's why I'm here at ten o'clock. Yeah. You always don't look like you own a business. Yeah. So obviously you ain't got a lot to lose right now. So for you to have the audacity to cross me and take my weights and go work out, <laughs> you obviously want to fight today. <laughs> but I don't think I'm at that point where I can take this 35-pound weight and, and hit you in the you back in the of the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And take them charges and say, next time your bitch ass will you learn. Do that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the jail mentality just came to my mind. But I told myself 2020, I'm gonna make it alive. So I say, you know what? I'm gonna let it go. Wait, 2020? Yeah. 2021, don't try me. But 2020, I'm gonna make it alive. And I, I, I made, I made it through this thing. But the whole time, it started bothering because I feel like in his mind, he told himself, "Is a black dude. I'm a wannabe black. So guess what? We the same. We the same." So I can just come borrow his way without talking to him. Nah, fuck that. And this corona time where everybody's wiping every single way they touch it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I told myself this. I'm going to try to go back same day, same time, same Wait to see if this motherfucker going to do it. Because if he do it again, Yo, you better t- come bail me because I'm going to tell him right away. Obviously, he has uh, that yeah, shit yo, to lose. Yo, let me tell you the pettiest things about immigrants sometimes is... <laughs> You see how Jack just went through this rant? But y'all, if y'all paying attention, he said something very specific. I'm going to go back the same day, the same time. Yes. Just to see if this motherfucker tries this shit again. Like, that's the pettiest thing because obviously he's like, Jack is looking, it's not trouble per se, but it's like, I. I'm not looking for trouble, but I want to see if, you know what? Here's what you do. You give people the benefit of the doubt. Meaning, he probably saw me say, oh, this guy kind of have a kind face. I can try this. Yeah. But me calling them out right away and telling mm-hmm. them that. No, nah. Let's see if maybe. He learns he, from that. Yeah. He's just out there saying, I wish a nigga would. Yeah. So 
let me just take my African spear and my grass skirt from the car, come back and see what he got to offer. So that. either you beat me or this way gonna end up on your head. That's all we gonna do. I, I'm with it, man. I don't, I, I, the level of disrespect <laughs> was just so much that I'm like, you know what? I wanna say something, I wanna do something, but you know what? I got too much in my life to actually lose right now. Nah, for sure. I'm yeah. gonna let it go. Yeah, we but we need you. This we, was we this was my rant for the disrespect for people. Just <laughs> just to let y'all know, when someone is working out at, at the gym, please don't go pick up the weight without actually. At least you do the gym. Uh, you know. Uh, you tap them on the. You, yeah, you know. You, you do them. the hand thing. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah, Dude, yeah, can yeah, I use you, your yeah, shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. What type of fuckery going on here? <laughs> No, let me tell Needless you. to say, let, that, let, that let, was that let, was my morning. Let me tell you. But it, it, it may have been worse because I was on a 36-hour fast. So I was a little you hungry, too. So I, was, <laughs> I probably, I probably was. Hey, hey, hey. Let me tell y'all something. Because we're family. It's just me and Jack here talking. But let me tell y'all what happened. And and, and we could close Corona Corner after this. But so... so you're not talking about my food, my, my food situation. If you talk I about my food, story, you know what? Funny. If we're gonna talk about personal stuff on the podcast, don't worry. I'm gonna pull out some Fam, stuff. You've been doing this for no. I'm we've been doing, doing this, this for 25 episodes. You know what? Screw it. This was just mad because <laughs> I'm not mad. He I, no, he, listen. He, he did Jack, the African up. thing, and now he he want to treat me the American way. <laughs> no, hold up. Let me tell you, right? Let me tell you about this. The, the reason why. This, this is mind-blowing to me is because when I called my sister to complain about this shit, she took your side. Of course. And I, I was like, how are you taking his? I'm your brother. She's like, but what do you think? What do you expect him to do? <laughs> so, and what we're talking about is, okay, so, okay, so. <laughs> you want me to tell it? I would tell it because I'm not ashamed. <laughs> I'm not ashamed. So here is what's happening. So, by but from my previous episode, you guys know <laughs> that in African home, the way anybody welcome you is with food. Yes. For the last two months, I've been coming to this 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 guy's house, and there's no food in the fridge. Now, mind you, when I come, I'm expecting to go no, and take no, water. No, no, no. You text first and yes. say, "Is there food? Is there food?" The reason why is because usually we record a little late in the evening, so I need food. <laughs> So he he make it a point to text me this weekend. Because I've been feeling bad, Jack. Okay. You again, he texted me, told me, hey, we recording, yes. We're talking about recording pre-broadcast. And he goes, There will be food. I'm a fat kid. They say there will be food. No, which means you, No, 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 stop, stop. Hold on. Your response to me saying I'm cooking was good. I'm like, this yes. nigga here, like... There will be food. I said, good. What else do you want me to say? So yesterday on his Instagram, I saw what he made prior to. There was tomato stew with, goat, with meat in there. There was, there was he made a hot pot with, with stuff in there, to, uh, potato and that. I'm like, okay. So I came in, and mind you, before that, I went and tasted... I was invited for since my birthday's coming. Was invited to a friend of mine that owned a, a whiskey store to to try something new. Uh-huh. So I've tried something new. I'm here. I'm a little lit, so I need a little bit of, I need a little bit of food to yeah, shut yeah. this thing down. I got you. So I go to the fridge. 
No, you didn't get me because you you still talking about this shit the whole time. So <laughs> it's let's interesting it to me. So I go in and I see the hot pot. It, I'm like, it's what you, it's how you did it. But go ahead. Never go ahead, had go. the hot pot. Take some. It's put my mom's it mom specialty. Say, she says mom's specialty. So I say okay. Tried it. Hot pot was good. I say okay. Now let's go to the piece of resistance. <laughs> I go in. And I see some, some rice and beans and the tomatoes too, which I know normally that's what he would cook. I went for round two and ate it. This look, this 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 Negro is looking at me going, "What do you do?" So you just eating everything in the fridge? I said, "What do you expect?" You said there will be food. But this is this is how this is how you know we're family. I should feel right? disrespected is, because well, he, he, feel disrespected he even life. asked me that. Like you shouldn't ask me that. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. This is this is this is how like this is how like again, you guys, I mean most people like always ask like, you know, like like somebody once asked me like why haven't I have I never met Jack? And I'm like, Jack is an elusive creature, but that's my brother, you know what I'm saying? Like we like our relationship is built on many pillars, but the one thing is like, as much as y'all may hear us fight or bicker and shit like that, but you just know that, like, that's genuine love right there. You know what I'm saying? Because we, our love language, we both understand each other. Because if I go to Jack's house, I'm working on a project at Jack's house. Mm-hmm. And every move that I make, I'm thinking about, would Jack like this? Would he appreciate this? This is this, this. But when Jack comes to my house, he's like, where's the food? Where's the food? So it's just you know it's interesting. I don't even know why we're talking about this. Where's the food? But you know, so yeah, that's that's Corona Corner for you. You just think he gone. I just said so it was interesting he gonna, to me. He gonna put me on blast. No, so I'm no. owning. I'm owning all the food. Listen, when listen, it comes but, to food, but, there, let me there, tell you. but there's one thing you need to know. The one place an immigrant will never actually feel embarrassed. <laughs> Is in front of food. It's on our on our pocket. Is in front of food. So when no, we talk it's about not, food. It's not, it's the, but that's the thing is like it actually made me feel good because you know what I mean again if if anybody like for those that know me that listen to this podcast it's only entertainment but for those that I disagree know, with that statement no, but, but let's what, keep what I'm going. saying is for those that know me he just put my real life out there and say it's only entertainment but listen though listen listen what i'm saying is for those that know me they know that like like yesterday i i, I cooked and i delivered to my friends you know what i mean and people were like wait you just you didn't eat the food no like i love when i feed people like that's my shit that doesn't mean that y'all should text me and if you guys want to you know leave us feedback if you're okay so uh <laughs> hold on let me give it another shout out um to okay so let, instead of doing that let me do this if you only listen on spotify and you want to because spotify doesn't provide an avenue to leave feedback what i would ask you what i would ask you to do is please share the podcast on your facebook or twitter or instagram and tag friends so they can listen to it um, if you're on iTunes, obviously do the needful. But if you're, you know, you can send us feedback. You can send us questions um, at Immigrant Chronicles on Instagram, Immigrant Chron One on Twitter, and A Day in the Life of an Immigrant on Facebook. Or you can email us at 
immigrantchronicles at gmail.com. And you can either follow me, you can follow me and Jack. Uh, I'm at Tesushima, T-E-R-S-U-R, T-E-R-S-U-R-S-H-I-M-A on Instagram. You can follow Jack at, what's your Instagram? And that's I-N-T, Jack, that's I-N-T, J-A-C-Q-U-E-S-1. Can I tell you a secret? What? When people ask me, when people like, people text me and they pronounce your name, like, J, like they call you by your French name. Yeah, I get a, I get jealous. Why? Because that's not that's my real name. I understand that. The reason why I get jealous is you don't call me that. No, it's because when I call you Jack A, that's our thing. Yeah, you call me by your your name of mine. Yeah, yeah but when they pronounce when they spell it out J A C Q U E, you know U E, and I'm like, uh, can you not call him that? Because that's my guy. Even though I like jealousy is a weak emotion, but I'm just saying that I don't like when people call you by the name that I call you <laughs> because I'm like, uh, no, you call him Jack, J A C K. <laughs> don't call him Jack A, like I call him because that's you know. But anyway, that was our Corona Corner. Let's get to the subject of Let's the day. Go. Okay, so you want to tell our audience what we're talking? Because this is your this is your brainchild. Oh yeah. So I I I came I I, I wanted to talk about this. So there there is everything is about mindset, and when you as immigrant when we travel to America, right? Can I pause you? Can we recap last? Uh, what was the uh, conflict resolution? What was the feedback you got about? Sorry, not to like interrupt the soliloquy you were going through, but. What was the feedback you received on last week's podcast? Nothing. I, I did. I received some. Okay. And people just drew parallels on how we, um, how we, uh, like how our experience correlated with theirs mm-hmm. in terms of like dealing with conflict, but usually our conflict the way we like the way we like we we deal with issues is we break bread and then we have a meeting mm-hmm. you know what i mean and one of uh, you know one of my like my good friends is having an issue right now where they're having to deal with family situations in regards to covid and like they're progressive and their family is very very um Trumpites, mm-hmm. and you know the education process, and saying, "Hey, look, if we're gonna like be a family, we have to be on the same page." Because mm-hmm. I don't want to get COVID because somebody in the family has COVID. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting that you know even Americans are able to resonate with what we're trying to do. You know what I mean? So um, that's the, that's the feedback I've gotten. But also, people like were really interested in how. I didn't realize that like our age even though we don't have an age difference mm-hmm. per se but how that was a a point of contention because people felt oh like they thought we were like you know they said oh so you and Jack are not equals I'm like no I don't see it that way mm-hmm. Jack is my brother so we can have a conversation we can dis- you know we can disagree on some shit mm-hmm. whatever whatever but at the end of the day Yes, there's still rules that we have to abide by mm-hmm. based on our upbringing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was interesting to see how that all, like, you know, people are like taking from that what they felt like, oh, wow. Like, so 
even some people that have seen you and I in person mm-hmm. did not like they they finally understood how I bet people think I'm older than you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm reckless. Yeah. Yeah, I'm reckless. So, but but for the most part, they're like, oh, that's why Jack does what. Okay. And then somebody asked me a question. They said, so. Uh, what they, uh, let me let me think of the question. I want to quote it perfectly. They said, um, "That's why Jack does little things like when you pay attention to the subtleties. The subtleties in terms of like how even when we're in a social gathering, mm-hmm. even at your house, they're like, does Jack raise his voice at you? Of course not. I'm like, I mean, yeah, playfully, but." Not even playful. we're like we're like we're like you know when dogs bark at each other, but they're playing with each other. But for the most part, I'm like, no, Jack doesn't raise his voice. I mean, he knows better. But I didn't even say he knows better because, you know what I mean. But you're just like even 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 in the sense of like okay, when you are, like you could ask like okay, full disclosure, I can be a Jack's crib, right? I could be a Jack's bar, and or Club Begadoo. Yes, we'll call it Club Bigadoo from now on. Mm-hmm. When I'm at Club Bigadoo, and you can ask everybody else, hey, what do you want to drink? You know what I'm saying? What is it that you want? Like, what is your palate taste? Like, you know me enough to be like, like, you whisper. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have that, like, a whisper conversation where you go, hey, Taster, just try this. And then, like, but I never have to tell you what I'm, like, what I want to drink. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 again like Jack is to me what I am to Jack. What I mean by that is I okay. It mind is, you, it's down to just one word: respect. That's really what it's down to, because because no matter what people people understand is that is that for someone and maybe that's the one thing we didn't talk about mm-hmm. the concept of respect. On how we are raised, mm-hmm. there is no no such thing as false respect. Right here, people will tell you, "Dude, I respect you." That's why I'm telling you. This. But yeah, no, there is the, the the what they're telling you is like, "Wait, I love you, man." But that the the intention behind it, yeah, the true feeling of behind that word is not valid. No, absolutely. So when 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 that's why you, I usually tell people that. If something is pure, which is respect, mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be said. Everybody what, could yeah. see it. Yeah. That oh, this guy really yeah, respect yeah, yeah, yeah. this person. But, but again, it's it's not even just respect. It's respect and love. Yeah. Because, like, again, even as much as I put Jack's business out there, but I always I know, put my business but, on the but, streets. But, but, but this is the thing: is when Jack comes to my home. The one thing that I like, I make sure, and mind you, it's not Jack proposing this. I make sure that Jack comes once he walks into my door. Mind you, again, Jack told y'all a long time ago that he doesn't like touch door handles. Jack has never touched my door handle. Pause. Where he walks into the house, I always open the door and I always say, There's food in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But also, it's when I go to Jack's home, if I'm not working there when I'm doing my photography shit, Jack is making sure, or his, you know, his people are making sure that I'm taken care of. Yeah. Like, 
Jack would just like Jack would tell ask everybody what are, what are you want to drink and Jack would be like I know what you want to drink, and he would make sure that that's taken care of. But I just wanted to put that out there. So, topic of today, my guy. Not that he he rudely interrupted me. My bad. Don't my worry bad, about my it. My bad. My bad. I'm sorry. Let's get back to what we're gonna talk about today. That's right. You know, I wanna I wanna one day start this thing by saying this episode is sponsored by. So is somebody ever gonna actually just want us to talk about them on our podcast if you have a product if you have something that you want us to talk about Mm -hmm. reach us up at immigrant chronicles or you know dm us and we'll be more than happy to talk about your product because i would love one day to i just say this episode is sponsored by this product or this is because especially africans african or immigrants that have businesses this is the platform for you guys to actually be known especially now that in these days where we have virtual businesses this is your time to actually shine if you have a website people can order from you for all the women out there that have a business online that people can order from you i'm surprised that even and i'm not gonna go out and ask for sponsorship because i don't want to bother anybody i want to see people that actually see value in our Mm -hmm. business Mm -hmm. and see value in our podcast but we will be more than happy to put your business on the street. So all the immigrant, knowing that we are the number one Facebook, <laughs> we'll we'll spread the news and make sure that you mind you we're actually, in like we're, we're in twenty five countries right now. Yeah, um, we we have, we have a good followership. We'll tell everybody to go, you know, to go out there and, and check you out because we are for immigrant by immigrant. So that's 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 more. I'm are thinking. we Fubu? <laughs> for immigrant by immigrant, we Phoebe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but okay. Go ahead. So the, I don't like the, the hardest. Okay. The hardest thing I found when, as an immigrant, when I came to America, mm-hmm. was understanding the economical system of America. Sure, absolutely. And I realized that a lot of immigrants that come to America don't understand the economical system of America. We we take certain mentality from back where we from and trying to bring it to this country mm-hmm. but it doesn't work that way absolutely so because it doesn't work that way you have to quickly understand how the economical way of prospering and making it work in america can I ask you a weird question as an immigrant so you can actually be uh financially strong but also financially independent Yes, what's your question? Uh, Did you ever, at one point, did you ever, like, do the whole, like, you wrote it, like, did you ever figure out, like, to write a a check into your account and then, like, withdraw an available balance? What do you mean? Like, so, when you were broke. Yeah. Did you ever write a check and put in your account knowing that there was no money in there, but you you had, like, because you had the $100. uh, Overdraft? Yeah. Like you had the hundred dollar like available balance immediately, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Did you ever do that? Yes. Okay. But that's because you're also Nigerian. That phone, phone at one, four one nine mentality <laughs> is there. But so I wanted to today to us to talk about to talk to immigrants when you come to America. Mm-hmm. Um, the three things I want to actually, or the four things I want to actually be here for. What are the basic things you need to know when you come as an immigrant in America about how the fi- the finances work? Second, 
how do you build a strong financial background in America? Third, how do you build and get yourself out of the, what I like to call the immigrant money mentality mm-hmm. and start bringing the forward uh, American mentality of uh, strong finances and leaving our bad habit that we mm-hmm. have back home in? And fourth, how do you build generational wealth, right? Because those four things are important. Can I can I can I interject? Yeah. Shout out to uh, Christina Wright. Shout out to you because we were having this conversation, and it, it's important that we have. Like I know that you know what I mean. Like a lot a lot of times, and me and my son were at odds, in terms of the reason why I do certain things. Because I don't think that he fully understood what I was trying to do, right? What I mean by that is, you know, last weekend, I was, uh, last Thursday, he had a baseball game. Mm-hmm. And I was watching on the app. And he was like, Dad, you don't care because you were not at my game. Okay. And, I, and my, my question was like, you're 14. Mm-hmm. You don't even understand it. I suppose to Brennan, when, like, Jack's daughter, she, her her contribution to the pod is she, she did a, a collage of various countries, and she wrote A Day in the Life of an Immigrant in the middle of it. Not various countries, African countries. Absolutely. But, and that's important, because it means that she's tapped into... What we're doing... She knows we have 51 countries. Right. But, you know, when my son was like, Dad, you were not on my game, and he was complaining, I'm like, fam, you don't even understand what I'm trying to do here. Because this podcast that me and Jack started from... Like, literally, we started this thing from nothing. And... That nothing doesn't even describe what, what we, we started, started this thing from. <laughs> But I want you to understand that, listen, bro, this podcast for you is when we're, when we get to where we want to get to, I want Brandon to be like, do you know who the fuck I am? Mm-hmm. I am, I am Brandon Bigadoo, AKA one of like the, 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 the descendants of Jack Bigadoo. You know what I'm saying? Like, my father has a podcast, or his podcast did this mm-hmm. and that. And I was like, you don't understand. Every move that I make is about generational wealth to put you in position to where we don't want our kids to work ever. Mm, they will. Well, they will, but I'm saying that, like, we, but you we, see, we were sent here. What, to- you're, what you're saying right now, mm-hmm. you are... You are putting it a little bit also as an African. You're, you're okay. saying in the African way. Sure, and that's absolutely. another thing I want to correct Okay, in the way African people see things. So, let's go back to subject one. What are the, the habit that we need to learn mm-hmm. first when we come to America? Okay. Alright. This is my baby because, of course, I'm in finances, insurance and finances is what I've done. I went to school and in business. So if there's anything else, I teach this to most, um, I like to say, people that want to know about it. Mm-hmm. But let's start with number one. 
First habit we need to break. Back home, if you don't have money, right? Mm-hmm. You you either have to ask a family member, mm-hmm. or you just don't have money. You're just right. poor. Yeah, you have to depend on a person or somebody else's money to make money. Mm-hmm. So when you're growing up, all you told all the time is the only way you make money is if you go to school, mm-hmm. have a degree, yeah. and then you go work and make money. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. And you live your life depending on your parents yeah. or uncles or whatnot. Again, that's the reason why last time we were talking about the uncle responsibility. Yeah, 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 You're sitting yeah. in Africa asking somebody money yeah. and saying, hey, he's in America. He obviously he's, makes he's money, obviously right? Have, right, yeah. right. First habit we need to break or we need to know is that contrary to where we're from, here, anything can make you money. Absolutely. Only fans can you make can money. trade you can trade your time for money. Only fans. That's what I'm saying. You can trade your time for money. Mm-hmm. So, if is from from all the jobs or things that you've seen back home that you belittle, mm-hmm. the shoemaker. Oh, do the, you the mechanic, fam? Okay, okay. The mason that built the house. The carpenter, the bricklayer, all the that bricklayer, but the hold on, oh, go ahead, go ahead, the, go ahead, bro. All the handy man work, the charcoal maker, the H H vac and and click uh, uh and and uh, and uh, uh AC guy, mm-hmm. the electrician, mm-hmm. all the things back home that you said because they have a certain hold new on, one. as okay, you sorry. seen a secondary job, yeah. Because back home we see those people as secondary, as secondary, and only uh, no, we no, we just look at them as laborers. Yeah, they labor. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Here, those people are business owners. Absolutely. So, first mentality to break is. Can I can I interject? When you're talking about, like, in hindsight. Shout out to my cousin Hamidou. Uh, he he learned early to he built a chicken coop, right? And he was like one of the people that my mom brought from the village. Mm-hmm. But even as much as like we disregarded him, mm-hmm. he created he built a chicken coop, and that chicken coop became big business for my mother correct but we disregarded his work because we went to school every day he correct. didn't and so, then next thing you know so like, again the yeah. mentality here mm-hmm. that we come from from back home is trade your degree for money so the first thing we need to break in our way of seeing things is here your time is more important Mm-hmm. Than your degree, absolutely. Yeah. So, trading your time for money, <laughs> excuse me, is a way to actually build your wealth and build your financial freedom. Mm-hmm. First thing we need to break. Absolutely. So, when you come here in America, you do not have to follow the 
ways that we come from back home. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go to school. You don't have to. No, you don't have to. But you know, this is a new phenomenon. School is okay, but you but don't you have, don't have to. to. Because trust COVID me, has shown us that like even not even that. Okay. Forget COVID, but the way for you to actually make money has to come from the heart. Meaning, if you love carpentry. You can turn that into money. Absolutely. If you love doing electronics, you can turn that into money. Shout out to shout out to my boy from Burkina Faso, uh, Habib. Shout out to you, the Beebs. Uh, y'all listen, because you and Fel are a beautiful couple. But I've talked to this dude, and I he's an electrician, mm-hmm. but he lives in New York City, mm-hmm. and the money he makes an stupid hour money. is stupid. So I would not put your business again, but it's mentality. So what I'm trying to say here, you're sounding like every immigrant I talk to. (laughs) Mentality is everything, right? The mindset of money as an immigrant to break the mindset of money is stop thinking that you have to trade your degree for money. Because unlike back home, when you go to school for free, and then you're still living in your parents' house. And, and you have then to get a... when you stop, when okay. you graduate, okay. 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 then you actually have to talk to your uncle's uncle's friend to get you a position. Yeah. Oh my God. To actually get that. money. Yeah. Here, your natural abilities can get you far. Man, much respect. So I, much I look respect. at from Americans to immigrant, anybody. The people that I respect the most are not the PhD holders. Absolutely. Shout out to my cousin sending it though. The dirtiest you are, mm-hmm. the more money probably you make than me. Wait, is this an episode of uh, Dirty Jobs? No, but think about but yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, like I said, like my buddy Habib. Go, no, no, I'm not even going to go to something that actually most people would think about. Electrician, no. I'll give you an example. Okay. So... This guy I knew back home come from, was born in the south side of Togo in Africa. Mm -hmm. So most of his family from the old days are fishermen. Mm -hmm. So since he was a kid, he always get into the little boat Mm -hmm. with his dad. They go lay all the traps and then- They'll come back to shore. The only time I actually had to hang out with him mm-hmm. was when it was pulling the next day. Mm-hmm. So I would go during in the vacation time to their place and anybody that wake up early in the morning, all the kids wake up early in the morning with an adult and pull the nets from the water and when they actually take the big fish for the market, all the kids get to keep the small fish mm-hmm. And take it yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We no, to we, actually you took you took it home to show to, to actually show, but also mm-hmm. to enjoy your fish because during the summer that's more meat for you. But uh, but 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 also another caveat to that is it was your it was like like we learned payment. This is why I think that like and we're talking about money right now, but I think that this is why for us most of us compensation we don't like okay in America. If you work, you get paid. Mm-hmm. We understood compensation. Yes. Because if you went to, if you went, let's say, you know, like I, like I, I never went fishing with my father, mm-hmm. but I will stay on the shore. Mm-hmm. And when the fish came in, 
and you help like pull it into the basin mm-hmm. that they were going to take to the market, mm-hmm. then they will take all, all the prizes and then it'll be like, all right, here's five little minnows mm-hmm. for you to take home. Mm-hmm. You take that home and you beat your hand on your chest because and be like, you... that's my shit. Correct. If you pluck oranges from the orchard, you know what I mean? Like it was always. So, we... so the, the point I'm making here is mm-hmm. this kid, that's been his life the whole right, time. Right, 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 right. In his teenage years, he was one of the first people that led when they actually threw the nets out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Fast forward to us coming to America. Mm-hmm. Mind you, he wasn't doing so well in school. Right. I was top of my class, always did very well in school. So when we came to America, he was about two years older than me, but we, we were in the same grade. Mm-hmm. When we came to America, while we were struggling in college, right, trying to pay for college and whatnot, this guy disappears. I see him four years later, mm-hmm. and I ask him, I say, dude, what have you been up to? What do you say? He goes, oh. I'm sitting there telling him, oh, I, I, you know, I be, we struggle for papers, but, you know, I have a daughter now, and mm-hmm. I have this, this, and that. And he's like, oh, good for you. He's like, oh, the, the marine fisherman gave me my papers. That's I crazy. go. That's crazy, right? I go, what? Yeah. He goes, he goes, yeah, when I was here, when we came immediately, I was sitting one day when we all went to work, find the work in the warehouse, and this guy was telling me that, it was his last week. Mm-hmm. And when I was talking to him, he told me he was going to Alaska because he was going there for to get on a boat mm-hmm. so he can actually uh, go help the fishermen right, right, right. for the crabs and all the things that they go fish in Alaska. And in my head, I, and, and, and he's like, I did that growing up that I always helped my whole family with fish. I told myself. Do you know the funny thing about I, that? Hold on. He said, like, that's what I wanted. I, I, I thought I wanted to do that. Yeah. So when we came in, I packed back on my shit mm-hmm. and I followed this guy to Alaska. Do you want to know what's funny about that? What? Is the people that have these avenues, mm-hmm. we didn't. No, we up. didn't. And but, we, but we made it. We made it work. But 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 no. But he but he follows. He followed his heart. Mm-hmm. We all lived in the fear. Where where does he know Alaska from? That guy didn't know what he was getting into. All he knew was he was getting into. He was following this guy because he said fisherman, and he went into the fisherman role. And he learned that there'll be some fish. There'll be things to get. He will be on a boat for six months. And he pays good money. Yeah, no, but it's interesting. This this guy in four years mm-hmm. probably made a killing. Got his green card. Mm-hmm. Will be in Alaska for nine months. Back in Omaha for three. Brought his wife from his girlfriend from back home here. Right mm-hmm. in in four years that I thought I was getting somewhere. And bought a home here in Omaha to put his girlfriend in, got her pregnant, and is leaving back. I just saw him at the African store when I was going to buy stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was there just getting his stuff, 
and tell me I'm leaving in two months to Alaska. And One day. let's fast forward to actually five years later after that. He's a millionaire probably, huh? The last time I saw him was at a wedding about five years ago. And I'm like, oh, you still in Alaska? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm a, I have a property there and I have a property also here. But my brother is also here and I have a property here. And I, he's telling me these things that he's done. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this guy is a million years ahead, ahead of me. Yeah. No degree. No skilled no just as the natural skill skilled, that he yeah. evolved but, but that's but that's I same think. thing happened another another thing that happened is one of one of our one of our guys that actually came here with us he was a, a little older while we were all struggling in, in in college this guy goes i my dad was a carpenter back home we make chairs and things they even built one of my uncles a home mm-hmm. Tell me why this guy decide that he's gonna go to every construction site and ask for a job. Today, he's a full certified carpenter that build homes with big construction home here in Omaha. And his home in Elkhorn here in Omaha was given to him by one of his clients. That parent died and there was a no home and they say, you can have it. Can I, can I tell you a secret? Go for it. First of all, shout out to my cousin and Jack's business partner, Lupe. Love you. Shout out to your daughter. Uh, yeah, all that. And your wife and your family, all that shit. Do you know uh, Lupe's dad consulted with me about Lupe not going to college? Mm-hmm. And Lupe was so adamant about not going to college. And I was like, it, it didn't register because Sam, Lupe's dad, was so adamant about me going to college and graduating. And Lupe's like, yeah, I'm not going to college. But but again, we comes back to our, what we are, tra- trade your degree for money. But let me finish the story. I believe that Lupe did not go to college because of the position in which he saw his dad. Yes. His dad it, was a salesman. When you ask him, you know, when you ask you know him he yeah. says the same thing. Yeah, he's a salesman. He says, if my dad could own a business yeah. why and actually fuck? make money, yeah. why, why is it that I have I to go, go to, to college? college? And, but and he the said, difference here is yeah. that he was privileged enough to be born in a country mm-hmm. where he sees it. Right. And we are talking about people that never experienced this Absolutely. thing. Right? But so when you come from Africa, you don't know any better. Mm-hmm. When you come from China, you don't know any better. You're going to come from India, you, come, you, don't, India, know you don't know any, any better. better. You come from wherever the fuck, like Russia. Because we already said, in any immigrant house, mm-hmm. you're either an engineer, a doctor, doctor a lawyer, a lawyer, an accountant, or you're no, a failure. or a disgrace to the family. Absolutely. That's it. Yes, yes. So if that's the case... How is it that you expect that kid to come here and be financially free Absolutely. when he have to pay thousands of dollars in, in in school fees? In school fees, and you know, and you know, and you know, and how many and, people? No, no, no. You know, in where we're from, the big complaint between our parents, like if you were not doing good in school, what was they? What were they always saying? 
I'm spending all these school fees. So you don't. And you're being a dumbass yeah. in school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but then they put other people in vocational shit. Like, I wish that my parents were able to, like, I mean, I like, one time I put, I took apart a, a, a fan and I put it back together. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I could be an idiot. That, that, doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. I, but what I'm saying is, even though that fire was never fucking, like, you know, inspired, I could have been an electrical engineer. Yeah. Because I took a part of fan and I put it together. Yes. And it stopped making the noise that it was making. But we we, we weren't taught to think to 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 rave about our natural Absolutely. abilities. Absolutely, yeah. Because they'll be like, "Hey man, like you're fucking up the fan. Move." Correct. But again, I I don't want to stay back home. No, I'm trying to bring people to their mentality. But here. we have to still reference that because I think it's important that we even the flaws like you and I can talk about where we are today and the stumbles that we made it through however you understand that growing up in Nigeria like when okay let's say for example your mom is a businesswoman mm-hmm. but let's say frying no but your mom is a businesswoman but she's telling you don't become like me Right. She's reminding but, you but, that you have to go to, to school. Better. I understand that. But what I'm saying is your mother being a businesswoman, like, it just made it a situation where, like, you're like, your ma, like, you are the measuring stick for this shit. But she's telling you she's not. Right. Most parents in, 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 third, in third world country or developing don't, countries. They don't feel that. Will never own a business and tell you, as, as a matter of fact. Do you know this is a conversation me and my, my sister have till tomorrow? No. It's our As a matter of fact, I'll give you an example of someone mm-hmm. you know. Our mm-hmm. friend Nori. Uh, Honore, shout out to you, bro. He's, he's, his mom yeah. is, is probably one of the most successful business women back in Togo. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Right. She reminded all the way till now. She's still not satisfied till Nori have a PhD. That's crazy. Because in her mind is that even though Nori will always tell her mom, I want to actually take part of your business. I want to mm-hmm. help. She's like, no, let the girls. That's Nori, man. Nori's a good dude. You know, yeah. let the girls come and help me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are the yeah. only boy I have. Yeah. I need you to dude. actually go to school as further as it's, you can go. Yeah, like it's. And why, she why even. Is that, though? But it's because the mentality. Mm-hmm. So when I say when we when immigrant kids come to this country, mm-hmm. especially if you're the first generation sent in, mm-hmm. you have to break that mentality right away. Yeah. You will feel like you're disappointing your parents. Absolutely. You will feel like you are being a failure to your parents. Do, do, do what? But there is one thing that also most immigrant parents respect. The drive. Money. Absolutely. So they may say... They want you to be an engineer, a lawyer, or, yeah, or, yeah. or a doctor. Yeah. But guess what? If you're making money. When you're making doctor money. And you're not a doctor. They, they are not, you know, shout out to, uh, what's her name? Um, Yvonne. Yvonne from uh, Insecure. Yvonne's parents are from Nigeria. Oh, they uh, sent her, Yvonne Oji. Oji. Yeah. They sent her here to, to, to go and get a master's in accounting. She became why, an why, actress. Why are we talking about Yvonne? I'm hold on, not, I'm hold on. Because when I saw Yvonne Theater, mm-hmm. she was, Yvonne History, when she told her parents that she booked a role, she didn't go for the degree. She lied to her parents for three years that she was going to normal school when she was in art school. 
by the way, uh, all Nigerian kids lie to their parents when we come to America. But, but but wait, but in her case, when she broke it to her parents, yeah. it was like disgrace, disgrace, yeah. fight, yeah, yeah, fight. Yeah, 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 and yeah, mind yeah. you, these are parents that actually came here just like a parent, and came had here prior to America, yeah. had degrees before they went back to Nigeria. Absolutely. But guess what? When she booked Insecure and became popular on Insecure, when those HBO checks started coming oh, in. Oh, yeah. Now mom is like, have you oh, seen okay. my daughter? Exactly. She's on HBO. Do you yeah. need HBO? Let me tell you something. But but what, I'm, what I was getting to is that for you to break out of that mentality, you have to think about, you almost have to think about the end before you think about the beginning, right? Can I tell you something? What? When I was a rapper. Oh, my God. Are we going to talk about your rapper? Time? Your phase as a rapper? Go ahead. Squirrel Squad. <laughs> Shout out to Squirrel Squad. But listen, as a rapper, my mother was against me being a musician. Yes. But I've always gone against the grain. My sister is the best fucking amazing child there is to be. She's a sociologist, anthropologist, all that shit. <laughs> She's a teacher. She followed in the pathway. I was the black sheep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when I became a musician... Mom's like, ah, this one that you're a musician, like, how's that going to go? And I'm mm-hmm. like, ma, like, I'm just, I'm just doing this shit because it's a way of, it's a release for me. And then she's like, okay, so are you making money? I'm like, no, Mm-mm. but it's a passion of mine. And it was one of those things where till my mom went to a show of mine and saw mm-hmm. how many people I pulled out, that she's like, we were driving in the car. She's like, "Ah, Tesu, this rapper thing, you can, you can, you can really do this." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, I told you that." And she's like, "No, but for real, like you could really, you're, like you're good, you're, you're a good musician." I said, "Ma, I, I, I don't fake this shit. I don't like that bar, but whatever. You know what I'm saying?" So, it was just like a, a come to Jesus moment when. My mom officially realized that I have talent outside of being an, you know, mm-hmm. being outside of being a computer scientist or being whatever the fuck I was trying to that be. That they don't know any better. Absolutely. Because the colonizer told them otherwise. Absolutely. So that was point number one. Why mm-hmm. changing your mentality to know that exchanging your time for money is more important than exchanging your degree for money. Absolutely. Degrees help to propulse you, to propulse you ahead, mm-hmm. but does not help you make money, period. Mm-hmm. So mentality change. Number two, everything is cash-based. In most developing country, everything is cash-based. When immigrants hear credit, they start running. Mm-hmm. Because we were taught since we were, we were kids, you don't owe money to nobody. I, I still carry that rule. Don't owe money to nobody. So when they, we hear credit, we run away. So your credit in America is more important than your life. Somebody asked one day, 
they say, would you rather have fifty thousand or an eight hundred dollar credit? Or an eight hundred credit. Every immigrant I saw under that, they say, give me the fifty thousand. Most investor and entrepreneurs say, give me the eight hundred credit. Absolutely, because I mean, shout again, not going back to, but Lupe, Lupe, my cousin. We were at a convention together, and he was brought up to speak, and he said, "I love debt." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "That's an interesting way to put that." Mm-hmm. But elaborate, and he was like, "No, I can literally have like collateral because to have debt is to say the banks trust me, mm-hmm. as opposed to being like, right, I'm gonna get fifty k." Like, I, I mean. I, I've spent $50,000 in two months. But banks don't fuck with me. Mm-hmm. However, Jack A and my cousin, banks fuck with them, but they don't spend $50,000 in two months. Yeah, no. That's, why, that's the difference. So it's like, it's broke mentality versus financial mentality you know what i'm saying like if you understand how to move you know to move better Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like so it's one of those things that like even though even though like you're talking about you're talking about like how finances operate right but i know like again we can't get deep into this but because this is a deeper darker criminal link but knowing how y'all operate as people like I know how Jack is Jack would be like like okay so if we're being transparent on this podcast my credit is not the greatest but this is the thing well my credit was not the greatest then I handed Jack my phone and I gave him access to everything that I do financially and Jack said to me and I quote Oh, this bullshit? Nah, man, we can fix that. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm, I feel like I'm drowning. It's like, oh, you're not drowning. You just have to do this. And I was like, wait, what? It's like, no, literally, all you have to do is just cut the cards up, put them to the side, and just pay on them. 24 months. You got to be patient. Like he said, and I quote, you got to be patient with me, though. But if you're this disciplined, we can get you there. And I was like, oh, whose man is this? This is weird. Yes. But but it took time as well, right? It took Absolutely. education. Absolutely. So, so the one thing I wanted to say is mm-hmm. there is habit that we weren't taught where we're from. Mm-hmm. Most people, including even American people, make that mistake. Absolutely. They don't understand how credit works. So the, the, the second mentality I want you to put in is... The same way you're eager to educate yourself mm-hmm. about what your degree is going to be, you have to educate yourself about how finances work. What is degree? What is credit, right? You have to know that. When you're an immigrant in America, the first thing you need to understand, what is credit right, yeah. and how do I build it? Two. Because, 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 because where we come from, you remember, hey, Jack, go to Mama Sunday. And ask her, uh, what do you say? 
go and get Pepe from Mama Pepe Sunday, Sunday, but tell her that it's on credit. It's on credit. And and we always, like, credit for us when we were coming up was you are always owing somebody. Owing somebody. Yeah, but here. It's not the it's case. It's not the same. Yeah. That's your lifeline. Your credit, very between the number of 300, 300 to 800, is a, a financial system that determine your via, your viability as as a borrower like or somebody word. who can like act. Yeah, your viability. Yeah, like as, a, as a borrower or somebody who is capable to be financially responsible to acquire anything. Asset, including home, house, land, um, and whatever, asset, whatever thing you actually want to buy. Mm-hmm. So your credit is you. You are your credit. Bank doesn't care about if you're Otumatunde or you are a Rajanovich. What it is is that if your credit show the number or it tell them this guy either is good or you bad. Mm-hmm. Period. Now, number two, you have to also educate yourself on what's the, what's the difference between assets and liability. Mm-hmm. What am I, what am I coin? Don't make the mistake. What is what is an asset? Is anything that actually you can own that actually have a financial value that does not include your car because cars depreciate. African people especially love to go buy a nice car and think that they own an asset. Why are we obsessed with Mercedes Benz? Because because the colonizer told us so. That's why I'm gonna cut that short there. So that's that's the one thing we need to understand. So educating yourself on finan- on financial on how we work and then changing your mindset of how you make money so if you're able to make money that's one right mm-hmm. extending your time for money and you educate yourself on how that money could be in the banking system you are already 20 years ahead of any immigrant absolutely I, I, first of all i don't even care if you drive mercedes-benz but now okay so it's interesting can i ask a question yeah so being okay because we know a lot of like well we're africans so we know our people do do you think it's interesting that like we as our weird cluster Mm -hmm. do not drive expensive cars because we talk is that why yes that's weird because we talk because it's like, yo, I'm not paying $700 for a car payment. Because we talk. Okay. Because talk. we talk. Usually when we have honest conversation among friends, yeah, 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 it's yeah. hard for you to actually make stupid mistakes. Absolutely. Because when you're talking to one of your friends and he's telling you, hey, dude. No, I'm going to tell you this. Okay. So, and, and not to cut you off. But even I was, though he did. I did. But what I'm saying is like, even, 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 again, you know, like, I cannot... But, but I do, the, let, I, let me let me, let me put let me no let me put it this way. Mm-hmm. You see how back home mm-hmm. talking about talking about personal issues as far as your feelings is taboo. Mm-hmm. Here, talking Financial about money is, is, is taboo. But but okay, so so thank you for saying that, and that's a lot, right? Is the reason why me and Jack have the relationship that we do. Is and Jack is uh, Jack yells at me constantly. It's like, what are you doing? Why are you buying? Like, Jack is a uh, is a connoisseur of the finest spirits in the world. In the world, I'm not saying in Omaha. I'm not saying in the United States. I'm not saying the Midwest. In the world. And when Jack yells at me because like you bought that shit, 
tastes like piss. And you're like, okay. But literally, it's because, and this one thing I, I respect about you is because you tell me, Tesu, before you buy anything for your bar, because literally, the way you, like, again, and Jack is, like, you always say, I'm going to give you the game that I did not have. Correct. I already made your mistake. I made, yeah, like, you were literally, I've made your mistakes. I made the mistake. Like know the blueprint. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why would I make you? Why, why would, would you, I let yeah, you? And, and again, yo, that shit is but, so. But but, but the truth shit, is, do you know how I've learned that? What? That is the American way. But let me tell you, like the immigrant you, way is not that way. Do you know how amazing that? Like, do you know how beautiful that is to me as a person? Like when I'm like, man, I've made the mistake. Like, I know the blueprint. Look, let me tell you, like, ladies and gentlemen, like again, I handed Jack my phone, and Jack looked at my credit, and he said. Easy. He said that. Easy. <laughs> you just need to do this, this, and that, and then you get it. And done. you good. I'm That's like, it. Wait, what? And it's like, yeah. And I wish more people were that blunt. Well, okay, so funny enough. But again, the American way. You see, there's positive and negatives. The, the here in, in, in the, in the American me. way. People say, oh, we don't talk about money. Right. To the point where even in families in America, they don't talk about money. Right. But because we're so blunt as immigrants, that's where our power comes in place, yeah. right? We can just look at a friend and say, you know what? Nigga, I'm broke and I got three collections. What do I do? And then somebody look at you and say, wait, I've been there. Let me show you. Yo, that shit was so, like, because again, I was talking to one of our friends that we called prior to the podcast. But it was just one of those, like, you know, they were trying to help me out in that situation. Mm -hmm. But I was, because of our relationship and because of... You their, felt weird. It was weird because mm -hmm. of their gender, because of how right. I am as a person. But not, but when I handed, not how you when are. When I handed you the no, phone... it's not how you are. You were just like... Because we're, well, we are raised one way. Yeah. We, and, and, and you, you, know, were, you know the funny thing? What? That's another <laughs> thing. That's another great thing, right? Because of Yo, the patriarchy yeah. way of your race, yeah. even when... Like my Our dad. Our friend is a woman, by yeah. the way. Yeah, hold on. My dad, when he started a new project, because mm -hmm. he used to build houses mm -hmm. for rental, right? That's my dad' retirement. Okay. And and every time he would go get money at the bank, the loan to start the construction, mm -hmm. he would wait till all the women goes to sleep, and then he come and go, "Talo he, okay, wake up." Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I have to come. Every and single count the dollars, the, yeah. the money, right? Man. To put it on the side so we can go get cement. We can pay the yeah, mason. You, we yeah. can do yeah, those yeah, things, yeah, right? Yeah, because yeah, I'm yeah. the first son. Yeah. So I'm the one. But I never understood why we couldn't do it when we got home at five. Yeah. You wait till the woman goes to sleep. So what made it weird for you is because why will I talk money with a woman? Yes. So it's not you. It's already in your head. Yeah. That mindset is is a, is a big but, deal. But, but do you want to know the funny part about that? Yeah. Is is in my upbringing, my mother raised me, mm -hmm. and I understood. Like I, I I was grading papers as a kid, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Hey, Tasu, come here, come, 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 come. All right, dinner's done. Yes, you wash plates. Yes. All right, come sit down." So we'll sit down and it was literally like we like I was grading papers because she was a teacher. And 
you're like learning her world mm -hmm. but she was always like I said mom like this question like she would give you the blueprint and then the answer sheet like she would give you an answer sheet which is the blueprint and then she would be like alright cool well judge them on this but you're like well mom I, I don't understand this and she would be like give them the point but comment on there because it was to make you understand that no wonder you like to correct my English all the time you're my brother <laughs> but it was more so in the sense that when we're you know when we're dealing in those spaces she was teaching me how to be compassionate okay but did she teach you we talking finances now did she teach you anything that. at that time yes because again this is why like I think outside the box with African nuances is the person may not get to the point or they might you know they might go around the block to get to next door but I'm able to read that okay you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. and be able to like be accepting of it so again it's just like I think that it all correlates together when we're talking about whether it's finances or whether it's um people teaching you how to do a task mm -hmm. and you understand like the basic the, the 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 crux of it all is understanding mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's that's what like that's where i feel about it like is we were just trying to understand what our parents did you know what i mean like just like you're saying like your dad just tapped you up like tap a hand mm -hmm. like get up you know what i mean like and you're like what well why do why, why is nobody like your wives you have you know a plethora of wives mm -hmm, why mm -hmm. they're not in the mix and he's like well they don't need to be in the mix about this child because, like, because it's, it's just me it's, and you yeah it's but again thing. also men don't talk about money around in front women, of women right absolutely not and this so, is an immigrant thing so that's oh shout out to, you know what i don't know if it's for me to say this but shout out to my uh one of my best friend's wives she texted me and she said why is it that your best friend does not tell me how much money he has mm. mind you and if you're listening to this you're gonna know who you are she has a deal with Reebok oh yeah but she, she owns a plethora of studios but she's doing well but still don't talk about money we don't that's that's, that's just our thing is you know and, and again it's like you know in relationships and shit like that when people are like no nah, i'm like no nah, i'm we good. don't talk about money yeah okay let's get to the next subject uh i want to talk about investment mm -hmm. investment and retirement so for most immigrants mm -hmm. i've never met an immigrant that ever told me i'm preparing for my retirement in america mm -hmm. i could tell you that no jack i'm preparing for my my retirement in america never met one all of them say the same thing. It's like maximum 60. After 60, I need to go back home and uh, and start my retirement there, right? Okay. They all say the same thing. So for that reason, number one thing, if you work in a full-time job and you don't have a 401k, as an immigrant, I would like to officially tell you, you're stupid. Yes, that's a fact. What's a 401k? Simple. As an immigrant, here's the thing. If I told you every time you actually take a dollar of your money before taxes are taken, and I'll give you 
20 cents. Would you give me a dollar? But it's simple. Can I add to that? What? I, I will say that Jack, much like me, is anti-GoFundMe. Let's not even go there. Okay. I'm talking simple. You've worked all your life. Now you have to think. No, what, no, what, no, what, no. What creates that problem in most time is that back home, mm -hmm. people have pensions. Right. When you're working, yeah. you don't think retirement because there is always so a government pen, yeah, pension. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Here is the opposite. Absolutely. So most gotta, people come in when they actually that. sign up for the benefit in August. <laughs> in, in September and October of every year, mm -hmm. when the company send them thing, they, what, what, most immigrants say what? Give me all my money, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I can plan accordingly. Can, can I tell you something? Can, can I share a secret with you? Well, on the podcast. This year, I changed my my health insurance mm -hmm. to HSA. And literally, I got $1,000 for the whole year. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, nah. Because even though I'm getting more on the paycheck end, because of my health, like, because of... I, I I didn't I didn't factor into my health issues mm -hmm. and my son's health issues, mm -hmm. and now I have a I have a bigger health like of medical bill, mm -hmm. and I'm like nah we gotta change that shit. Great, but but not even I'm not even talking about benefits. No, but what I'm, I'm talking about is, finances. It still, retirement. It still plays into the finances. Nah, retirement. Mm -hmm. If you get in your check, six percent of your income should always go to retirement. Absolutely. Again, but we're Jack, talking about immigrants here. You were talking like an an American. But but, but, but Jack, we are I, I addressing can play both sides. no. We are addressing immigrants. No, we are teaching people that don't Stop. understand the American system. Okay, let me tell you something, Jack. Jack, being who he is, Jack is like my. He's not hired. He's my financial advisor. That's every a big move that I'm I just make, telling you what not to do. Okay, but every move that I make, I run by Jack. Every decision that I make, I run by Jack. Because Jack understands me to a level that I'm comfortable. If it, fuck it, it doesn't matter. So what I'm saying is, yes, I hear what you're saying. However, it's when we're talking about finances retirement is is a big part of finances reason absolutely why. correct so let's stay on task okay. here okay okay see Jackson when you're working a full-time job no matter what you do i don't care if you work at a gas station or you're working as a senior analyst somewhere you've worked at a gas station and you've been a senior analyst go ahead six percent of your income should always go in retirement mm-hmm do not take all your money and say you're going to buy lands back in Africa or you're going to build a, a house in Africa or you're going to do this unless you're not planning on being here in your older age. Meaning some people, I know some people yeah. that by the age of 45, they were gone. Yeah. They got a job back home my and uncle, they prepared their life back home. If you're planning on getting to age 59 and a half in America, which is the financial retirement See, age. This is Jack's insurance brain talking, but go ahead. You need to make sure that I don't care at what age you are, 6% mm -hmm. of your income should go 
into a retirement account. Do that first before you buy a land back home. Do that first before you start building a house back home. Absolutely, yeah. Do that first before you start investing in any business back where you're from. Mm -hmm. Number four. No, number three. Number three. We need to talk about building here versus building back home. Okay. Back home, when you build a house, it's a house. Yeah. Actually, your land back home has more value than the house you build on it. Absolutely, yeah. In in Africa, right? Yes. Yes. In most third world countries, the land is more important than the, the house. Absolutely. But guess what? Here, a house is more important than the land. You, you know, okay, so, okay, can I, can we exclude, like, can we disclose a secret? What? So, you know, I talk to you a lot because, you know, but I, we're, I'm trying to buy a house, mm -hmm. but I want a house with value and mm -hmm. I want a pool. A pool doesn't add value to the house. Yes, it does. No. It, ha it, it adds a buying appeal, but it doesn't have value. I know this because I insure a house all day. Pool wow. doesn't add value to a house. Y'all just heard how Jack just pulled card. Yes, you just want to pull because you you want to feel good. Feel good decision is what make people actually lose their mind most my, of the time. My, my my guy Jack is being a hater right now because nope. I want pool. I'm just telling you. A pool doesn't add value to the house. Okay. Tell a me finished more. basement add value to a house. Dude, I've been looking at finished basements too. A new roof. Add value to the house. An amazing sighting. Add value to the house. Adding, uh, who are you, fam? I'm just telling you. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say here is that if you want to invest in anything in America, invest in acquiring, building, or property. Okay. Buy houses. Buy real estate. Because, but but I think that. But that's what I'm saying. Real estate, in the sense of, if you are in an apartment, mm -hmm. I don't. I would never advise any immigrant to live in an apartment for more than five years. No, oh, hold on. I would never advise that, because if I knew what I know now, when I was a new immigrant here, I would have bought my first house. Not at 24, but I'll have bought my first house at 22. Can I tell you something? Yes. I loved your old apartment. Yes, but my old apartment was an apartment. I paid but, someone else to live there. But guess what? What? Jack, let me land the plane. I loved, I love, I love your home. Like, I love your home. Mm -hmm. and, and Jack tried to get me to buy the house next door to him. <laughs> But logistics would not let that happen. But not not just even for just a house. No, it was you, just I want everything. you to acquire an asset. No, but the, but again, Jack, it wasn't just an asset. It was more so you wanted me to buy the house next to you. But mm -hmm. I, I looked at that, I was like, this is dangerous business. Because Africans, when Af other Africans tell you about, what well, other immigrants tell you about situations, like you always risk, risk manage that. Jack what do you wanted mean? me 
Jack wanted me to buy a house next door to him. That's not okay. In my perspective, because I'm a weirdo. <laughs> because if I live next door to Jack, that means that like the familiarity is gone. Why why are you trying to get away from my finance shop? Why are you trying to put a light thing? We talked about a subject. Guys, I'm about to actually rain loop uh, uh, Tesu in right now because he hates talking about finances. I am not a fan. He hates. I don't. And, but the fan. truth is, we hate as African in general talking about finances. We hate as immigrant talking about finances because it's a, a thing so foreign to us. And as long as we live in every day, we're able to send a little bit of I, money I, back I, home yeah, and we, like, we're able love. to actually live our life, yeah. we're fine. But the truth here is, we are the same person that say, oh, one million in your, on your life. Let, let's prosper. Let's do better. Let's build. Let's do this. But we are all about what they call in my country, Oba Oba. We all about the mouth, but we never about action. Oba Oba. That's your, so, we're so, going to name this episode Oba Oba. So the, tr the truth here is, when, when we, the things that we, my goal here again is I made a mistake. I have, I've already made the mistake. I have the, 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 the blueprint. So one, I'm going to, I'm going to round this thing up think, so we can actually think, get. Do you think it's a mistake? Yes. I made those mistakes already. Okay. 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 So, okay. In that, so, in that regard, yes. So to actually make it financially in America, I'm going to set, I'm going to recap one, change your mindset, your time for money is more important than your degree for money. That's correct. Two, two, no matter what project you actually want to build back home, make sure you invest in your retirement here. Yes. Three, build an investment portfolio or a life for your kids here by owning property here before you go build property well, back home. So what do you say to all the people that like don't look at property as a good investment? Those people are uneducated. Okay. If there's the number one, every millionaire, every millionaire in America have invested in some sort of property. Can I ask you a weird question? Weird question. Are you a millionaire? No. Are you close? No. You, I may get there one day. Uh, see, Africans don't do that shit, but go ahead. But you have to, every millionaire, every wealthy person that you guys praise, from the from the uh, from the Jeff Bezos to uh, to no, uh, Jeff Bezos who's, uh, is he's yeah. uh, who, who's the Oracle of Omaha? Uh, uh, Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett yeah. to to you know the the who, who is in shark tank the people in shark tank yeah 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 all the these FUBU people guy, that yeah. you look at the fubu creator and all these people yeah have my mark my cuban have never been any portfolio that doesn't involve owning property you want to succeed in america no look I, at and, and also while we are talking about credit right mm -hmm. if i walk in the bank today and someone i walk in the bank today that person owns a car and an apartment. Mm -hmm. I own a house and a car. No. And we both walk into a bank because we both want to realize something back home. There is 
99% of chance can I tell you that I get money before that person in the apartment does. I get money. I no, but let me tell you something like listen Jack Jack being my brother, he did something very disrespectful with a bank one time. He walked into a bank after they had declined him for so many loans and said, Yeah, fuck y'all. So it's leverage at the end of the day. Correct. But the the rule of leverage is not mm-hmm. something we learn. Absolutely. We're we not don't. taught yeah. to leverage. Yeah, we're never taught that. So when people buy an, a 2000 Toyota Camry, unless you're buying it cash, you're not leveraging that for but anything. But that's what I'm saying is we perceive... It's like it's like I always talk about like perceived... Uh, 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 perceived wealth versus no, actually no. Uh, uh, actual uh, wealth. Yeah, actual wealth. But I always talk about like perceived strength. Uh-huh. Like I always say, like, all right, look. If somebody decided to be, um, if somebody decided to be like, they 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 portray like they peacocked. Yeah. In terms of strength, mm-hmm. and I I know that I'm like moving the conversation from finances. However, I'm that's, just trying to... That's, inter- that's how early that podcast is going to end because I'm, you don't want to talk about I'm it. I'm still trying to process this <laughs> in the mindset that I... You know, this is why me and Jack disagree a lot. But when you're talking about like, okay, when somebody's like, oh, I have perceived power. Mm-hmm. Like, we, 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 had a, we had a conversation about how in as much as our fathers were feared... Mm-hmm. Our mothers, our mothers were, were revered. Mm-hmm. But the reason why we revered our mothers was because our mothers kept our fathers in check. Mm-hmm. But we did not understand that until <laughs> we got older. Mm-hmm. But you have conversations now, and like your mom's like, yeah, your dad's a bitch up. Bitch ass nigga. What does that have to do with our finances? Bring it to our finances. I'm simply saying that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm simply saying that, like, it's how we we perceive everything. Yes. So the perception is that as long as I look cool in front of others, I'm cool. I drive a nice car. I have the beautiful place. I have the beautiful clothes. I'm cool. You want to know something weird? When I was, uh, one of my homeboys got a Mercedes Benz, so he, he thought it was like cooler. Than- it's, it's, it's still stupid. It's the, mo- the most stupidest thing you can do as an immigrant in America is go buy a luxury car so you can feel better about yourself. He thought it was going to get better women than me. No. But again, every here's the thing, right? The rule of of uh, the rule of purchase of stupid things is the same. Men buy things for pussy. Women buy things for the looks. We buy things because we hoping that it's going to either add a couple inches to our dick or from outside it will be a pussy magnet. That's the truth. You're speaking the truth right now. So when you think about it, as an immigrant, you cannot follow a trend. Mm -hmm. Because 
if you look at things they post on Facebook, they'll show you Warren Buffett versus, um, let's say, YG. No, YG. YG have Gucci belt, Gucci shoes, Gucci this, Gucci that. But net worth, maybe 1.5 million. Then the guy who have trillions of, of, of dollars is wearing sandals that the total that he's wearing is like 20 bucks. And you ask yourself, why is it that this guy doesn't care about what he's putting on? Because none of those things are an asset. So the mindset, when I talk about changing our mindset when it comes to our finances, Mm -hmm. the point I was referring to is that if you change that, you need to extend your time for money. If you change that, you need to, if you understand that degrees will not always make you the most amount of money. If you turn around and actually realize that if you start putting money in your retirement now, as young as you are versus actually putting it somewhere else. If you start understanding how credit work, how leveraging your money at the bank work. And if you end this thing by understanding as a whole, that is much more important to to acquire asset here than going to acquire asset in the world where I guarantee you the house, your uncle or third uncle is going to come and say, mm. we used to own this land yeah, 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 or yeah, this yeah, and yeah, dispute yeah. and you end up, and, I've and, seen and more immigrant people I've lost land. burned yeah, absolutely. by their own families uh, because of land. Do you and know how that. much land I've lost? Correct. So what I'm trying to tell you here is that it is better to actually have, knowing that, for example, the French CFA or the cities or any currency back home when you take wait, your the, dollar. Wait, wait, the French CFA? Yeah, that's what that's what oh, the, the French money, yeah, yeah, any yeah, French yeah, colony yeah, the money seas, is called. The Naira. The, the Naira. Yeah, yeah. You take the dollar and it beats that every day. You know what? You know what? You I'm have like, to understand that if you don't build that power here, it, you ain't shit yeah, back yeah, home. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if I'll you got artists, yes. uh, investors, and all these people in third world countries coming here to actually grow their money. So they can bring it back home. By the way, shout out to the artists in Africa because a lot of the art that we um, we show on our lives, they're done by African artists. Like we are very very pro African. So again, if you I guys, think they know that because we talk about that on our podcast. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> but again, you have to still acknowledge these people because in even in even in that space, like. They, you know what I mean? Like we, like we suffer through. Like I won't say we suffer. I, I, at least I go through being a Nigerian and being that Nigeria is not top five mm-hmm. in our podcast base is upsetting to me. Mm, it's not. It is to me. Being that you're Togolese and I can chuck it up to they don't speak English, but it's still upsetting it's not. to me. I understand that, but Jack, for me, I'm it, finances. Come, it is not finances come emotional to me. But 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 guess what? Do you know? Again, we are talk. What did we talk about the last time when it comes to how uh, our way of seeing things? If an African is doing something, mm-hmm. African are not gonna jump on it. That's facts. Yeah. Till the the colonizer, the colonizer yeah, yeah. take it to an African and say. This hey, shit is this cool. Is cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then they go, oh, that's my people. Yeah. 
Oh, he's very cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what always happened. Yeah. So we can't be mad because we will be. Here's the thing: we'll be so famous. White people will introduce our podcast. I don't want to be famous bro. to our own African people. Trust Absolutely. me. No. A guy from UK will go to Nigeria and say, "What do you listen to?" He's like, "Oh, these two guys. One is Nigeria. They go, what's his name?' He's like, "Oh, it's Tesuo or Tesuo Sir." And they go, "Oh, we we know that name." And then all of a sudden, people are hitting you up, and you famous. You're like. So it took someone else to go from somewhere to come and tell, tell you about me. That happened more often than you know. We can be upset at no, that. No, we I, just we just put no, the knowledge I, I know, out I, there. I know that like even even in in your atmosphere, for the amount of work that you do, like being like somebody I'm close to, I don't see you as somebody who does humanitarian shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you do a lot of like interesting stuff, but till somebody know, actually tell you something somebody, I've done. Like, yeah, like Jack did that. I'm like. Yeah, but Jack's a good dude. You know what I'm saying? But still, you, you don't see me that way because that's the African in your mind. Because you're close. When you're close, you, I'm no longer cool. You get blinded, yeah. Correct. Yeah, but so, not, again, not, you see, you about, just you just justify your own self. It's not about if you say cool. Nigerian does something, you go, oh, I'm, I'm Nigerian. Yeah. So there's nothing he can but teach I, me. I, I honestly there's feel- a few immigrants that actually told me, I don't listen to your show, to your podcast. And I said, why? They're like, I'm an immigrant. What am I going to learn there? Then... By the way, you guys should check out Immigrant Chronicles on uh, A Day in the Life of an Immigrant on all the DSPs because we're awesome. So we are going to close this podcast by saying it is true that we are giving you tidbits and things you need to know about how to live in America. But there's things... When you're abroad, and even in Europe, it's the same thing. When you're abroad, there's things you need to know that will change your life. That will change your life and mean that as an immigrant, you you already suffering enough. Mm-hmm. You're already going through a lot uh, of differences. A lot of differences. Mm-hmm. You're already going through uh, seg- either segregation or uh, racial, racial mm-hmm. tension and all those things. Mm-hmm. Here is what I will tell you to close this. You may not like what I look like. You may not like what I sound like. But by God, you will respect my money. That's right. Talk your shit, Jack. So if today as an immigrant, they say, oh, you sound funny. Go back to Africa. Do this, this, and that. Guess what? When you still walk to the bank, that same asshole racist that worked there will say, Mr. So-and-so. How may I help you? Because your credit is that big dick that you're putting on his forehead to go, tell him I respect. Have to respect me. It still goes back to I remember when you told the story about um, um, you you got declined for a few loans and then you walked in and closed your account at a bank and they were like, well, why would you close your bank? Like you, you know what I mean? And you was like, yeah, fuck y'all, because y'all went fuck like you were not with me when I was shooting in the gyms. I I still I remember that story because. I, I go, like, I remember when I want, walked into a bank once, and a bank dude was like... They looked at you, too, He actually. initially, the first question he asked me was like, at this point, this is like a few years ago, but he was like, is your credit over 600? Correct. But all and those things, like, again, comes to said, what I just said. Yeah, he said, I am not going to, like... If you're not over 600, I'm not having a conversation. Correct. What I'm saying here is that by knowing the things and the gems I'm telling you right now, mm-hmm. and that'll be the last thing I will say is you may not like me, what I look like, 
you may not even give me the respect I deserve, mm -hmm. but by God, you will respect my finances. This was a day in the life of an immigrant. Mm -hmm. I'm Jack Bigadu. Tesu Osar.